Welcome to the Sipping with Siblings podcast. We are three queer siblings with a passion for pop culture and a love for liquor. Hey! Hey y'all, we are back with another episode of Sipping with Siblings. How you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> so today, we're going to have a cute little sister-to-sister convo because, you know, we couldn't get my brother in for the day. You know, he just got him a cute little job or two. He's in his bag right now. Congrats to him. Congrats. We love black men who are, you know, excelling, getting to that bag legally. We do that. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, you know, have a cute little sister to sister episode where we're going to have a few hot topics to talk about. And what are we drinking on? What are we drinking on, Imani? We got some Cayman Jacks here, mm-hmm. Cayman Jack margaritas, and we had some Hypnotic earlier. Okay, <laughs> and actually, it's a good combination. Not even going to lie, the shit slaps. Go try it. Go mm-hmm. try that shit. Cayman Jacks and a Hypnotic mix. I thought it would be good if we would have made it into a slushie, like a little margarita. That would have been it. That definitely would have been it. So. Definitely a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we just wait on the wraps. So. <laughs> All right, so for the first topic of today. Well, first, before we get into the topics, we just want to go ahead and give a RIP to some of our fallen black icons this year. The first one is Tommy Tiny Lister. Y'all may know him from Friday. Mm-hmm. What was his name on Friday? That's... What was his name on Friday? Like the character. Debo. Yep. He was Debo. Shout out in RIP mm-hmm. to him. Because that is a true iconic character in the black community. Because, I mean, shit, when you get knocked the fuck out, you just got Debo. <laughs> <laughs> then when they name a, a move after you, you know you made it. Shit. <laughs> And then we're going to go ahead and give a cute R.I.P. to Natasha Natalie. One I think it's something like that. But y'all know her from, um, she was in Cinderella. As you Bats. know, she was a black sister. She was in Baps at Halle Berry. She was also in Medea's um, A Big Happy Family. There's a lot of actors that we know out there. You know, we just don't actually know the names in them. But we see them in all the time. In a whole Natalie. Different... Natalie what? Oh, Natalie DeSalle. I think that's how I pronounce it. Natalie DeSalle. She passed away. It's like, damn, 2020 is not letting the fuck up on nobody. What the fuck? And we only got a few weeks left. A few. It's like, what the fuck, y'all? Wait, can, can we can we make it end? Can we just make it through? Is 2021 going to be <laughs> even better? Is it going to be worse? I hope so. Because oh. 2020 is like a cute little trial run. And no, I don't want to go ahead and buy it. I, the trial run was cute, but I do not want to purchase. I do not. Throw that shit away. <laughs> Throw it away and move on to the next. Because 2020 gave us a run for our fucking money. And RIP to some of our black icons of the past. Cause isn't this the same year that Kobe passed too? Yeah. And same it's like, year. Hell of celebrities have died this year. Hell of people in general. Honestly, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to go ahead and just get into our hot topics. And we're going to get into that now. Alright, so for our next topic, we're going to be talking about the Olivia Jade scandal. If anybody doesn't know who Olivia Jade is, that is Lori Lowen. I think her name is Lori Lowen. If anybody knows Aunt Becky from Full House, her daughter, she had gone on a red table talk to talk about everything that had been going on. 
and all the controversy that had happened surrounding all of her family. Now, the um, reason I even wanted to talk about it was the fact that Gammy got me into watching. If y'all know who that is, that is um, Jada Pinkett Smith's mama. She was like, what is this girl doing on here? I don't see the point of her being on here because of the fact, you know, she's this little white girl. You're this privileged white girl. Why are you coming to this black television show to, you know, tell your redemption story? Because I'm pretty sure if it was one of us, if it was another black woman, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't hold the same space for us. Exactly. So, like, what do you think about the whole scandal period, you know, about her parents forging money and shit like that in order for her to get to school and then only getting three months when there's also... A lot of shit going on with black people doing kind of the same thing. So, so they got like three months in what jail? Three months in jail. Both her parents got three months in jail for I think paying her way into college. But I feel like wasn't there like a black mom that literally like went to prison because her kid wasn't doing homework or some shit or yeah, oh the school district yeah like that. Like, I think it was the fact that she changed the address to where. Um, this kid could go to in the school district, so they I don't know if it would be cheaper or if I think, you know, it would just get a better education for their child so that way they could be in a different school district. And the mom ended up getting five years in prison for that. My God, you know, the white privilege and money privilege. That's And I agree with Gaming, like, why are you as a white woman, why would you come to a black talk show to try and get sympathy from us? Like, you have enough privilege out there you have enough shows you could have went to why would you pick the black people because you think they're going to be the black saviors and help you tell your story exactly you thought you was going to go get some sympathy from <laughs> okay because jada was more like hey everybody i want to be better than everybody else i want to be better than what white women are to us i'm like girl if you the fact that you even had to come plead your case like that's how you know you wrong when you know you have to go plead your case somewhere like, you knew your mama was wrong from the beginning. Okay, because I think she actually ended up getting her, I think it was her channel or her makeup line, like, taken down. From some, she had a YouTube channel. And I think she ended up getting that taken down. I think she had a makeup line or something like that. And that ended up getting taken down as well after the whole scandal. And, I mean, that's, that's kind of shitty for her. Because, I mean, she wasn't in on it. But she said that basically, you know... She didn't see anything wrong with what her parents had done at first because, like, that was her circle. She was around a whole bunch of privileged white kids. They was all doing the same thing. Their parents mm -hmm. were doing the same thing. So I can kind of get that to where, like, you're in the bubble of where, you know, I'm a privileged person. We do this stuff all the time. And, you know, but you should know there's motherfuckers out there who don't got that same sort of, you know, cloud that they can get that. It's just a lot going on. You knew some shit was going wrong. Or you knew some shit that wasn't supposed to be happening was happening. Exactly. But I mean, hell, I mean, if my parents trying to do anything to get me into college or whatever, then mm -hmm. go on this <laughs> Okay. And honestly, I can't fault because I don't want to fault them for that because the fact that, you know, I know if I was a parent, I would do the same thing. If there was a way I could write a $5,000 grant to, you know, the college that I wanted my child to go through so they could get in faster and, you know, they could just bypass all the waiting lists, I would do it. Not even going lie. But I think my problem lies in the fact that, you know. They got caught. And y'all only got. Yes. Literally the consequences of being yeah. caught. That's the only reason that there's a problem with it. At least that I think. You know, if a black woman did, like I said, she got five years in prison. 
yet you have these famous people doing it and of course money holds in that type of world so that's why she only got what three months in jail versus okay. five years for somebody that's black for going to the wrong school district when they intentionally did some bad shit like all she wanted was a better education for her kid exactly all <laughs> over here doing hell of illegal shit Okay, all the illegal shit that's been going on. And nobody got time for that, so. That's the only reason I had a problem with it. And I feel like she shouldn't have went on that. But table talk to begin with, because like I said, they wouldn't have held space for anybody else on the talk or the view or any of these other white talk shows. They wouldn't have let a Willow come on there and plead her case to nobody. Exactly. How did she even get a slap? That's what I'm talking about. That's what but game. I was like, girl, what's she doing on here? Why'd you bring this hoe up in here? <laughs> Who is this hoe? I'm watching in my house and I'm at her table. disrespectful real quick just to get this over with. And she ran out real quick for a little bit and she looked so shook. <laughs> the little Olivia girl looked so shook at the fact that she didn't know what the fuck was going she on. She wasn't ready for that. Okay, she thought everybody was going to be all welcoming and accepting. No, baby. Your parents was wrong and you know it. <laughs> you tried that to get away with it. Not all. Okay, so don't come over here for some, oh, I'm so sorry you went through that, girl. No. Y'all know exactly what the fuck y'all is doing. You're rich. You're privileged. You will be fine. Next case. So we're back with our next topic, and it's about the sensitivity on the internet. So we talking like how some of the stuff back in the day wouldn't be able to come out to this day because of how sensitive the internet is mm -hmm. or let me say the people on the internet is and I will definitely say I don't even know if it's this generation or just this new day and age like everything that I feel like everybody has became more woke if you want to say so it's like now more topics are being like more is like a lot more sensitive than they were back then Jokes about mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. are a lot more sensitive now than they were back then. Yeah. Everything is a problem. People be getting cut off for some stuff. Okay, canceled. Yes, canceled culture is a thing because of, I feel like how sensitive the internet has become. And to me, yes, I do feel like the internet has become more, more uh, sensitive. I feel like people have become more sensitive. Uh-huh. But I feel like that's just because of everything we've been through now to this day and age but Jaria, what do you yeah. think well at the moment i'm going with our guest we have a cute little guest for this um part right here i want her to jump in and go ahead and give her opinion so do you feel like the internet Brittany? is more or people today are more sensitive than they were back then i think i'm gonna figure that out your woke comment because that's i'm gonna have to that. i feel like Conversate like people are starting to think of ideas or they're starting to like I don't know like they're starting to realize things that should be talked about you know and like because maybe it may resonate with you in a negative way you don't want to speak about it and you feel affected by it but to me I feel like if it's not under my control or like I can't how do I put this if it doesn't necessarily like I don't know. If it doesn't necessarily affect me, I don't feel like it's as sensitive. But if I see if it's like for if it's like a negative thing towards like how should I put this? Like race or something. And somebody like that, I understand like problems that actually contribute to like the commonwealth. I get that. But certain topics I feel like you just need to discuss them and have a genuine conversation on why 
you feel like it should be why you feel some type of way about that certain topic if that makes sense i feel like more conversation should be had instead of you just automatically getting defensive about what's going on like mm-hmm. dang the thing wasn't even that big of a joke like you feel me big of a deal for real I definitely, I can, I can agree with the fact that everything is a little bit more sensitive to where you kind of have to walk on eggshells with certain things. Like comedians can't say certain jokes that they used to say in the back in the day. But I think it's just because like a lot of people have kind of gotten to the groove that, you know, a lot of things aren't okay to say. Like back then a lot of shit flew in the early 2000s. Like if you look back at all the shows and the shit like in the early 2000s and all the shows and shit like that, a lot of the stuff was very cringy. Like now you hear now it's like, ooh, we would never say nothing like that. Now we will never fat shame people like on Moesha when mm-hmm. all they did was make fat jokes about Kim and she wasn't even that big. Mm-hmm. Yet all they did was have fat jokes on Moesha about her or, you know, um, the comedians like Dave Chappelle or Kevin Hart making gay jokes. And I feel like there's a way you can make jokes about gay people without the punching down yes. on them and, you know, mm-hmm. just making them feel a certain type of way. Because, like, there's jokes that can be funny about gay Because gay, mm-hmm. gay people aren't just, you know, super sensitive where they don't find nothing funny. There's mm-hmm. ways you can go about it. But it's just certain things. Like you said, like when Kevin Hart had his new special, the first thing he said in the um, special was, what was it? COVID is kind of like AIDS. It's like this day now AIDS, like... Why would you open it up talking about how COVID is related to AIDS? Like, I don't like ugh. jokes or any comments that like demean people or like put people down. Like, I don't and like that at down. all. Like, the sensitivity towards like that stuff, yeah, I get that because it's like there's no reason for you to put me down in any type of way for real. Like, about anything I'm talking about, like, I don't like that at all. Like, that's mm. I didn't realize he did that either. Cause I, I don't really pay attention to Kevin Hart like that for real, for real. Like, his jokes and stuff, he's not as funny to me. <laughs> For real, like, some stuff is funny, but he, like, I don't know. It's, it's stuff yeah. that, like, you making jokes. You can make, like you said, jokes on other stuff. Like, you don't have to make it to a point where you make it, people feel bad. Like, But that's I where like, I feel like it came from all back in the day. Like, that's yeah. what they did. And this shit was hilarious. Yeah. But it's like, now, with this you generation, with it. we just can't take it. Like, this. So like, like, it's always a fight with it like there's always an argument back like mm-hmm. damn we can't just make a joke these days and mm-hmm. let it be that like because <laughs> i'll be on twitter sometimes and i'll like, find something funny because i have a i have a morbid sense of humor sometimes i found stuff that's not supposed to be funny but like dark humor mm-hmm. yeah i have a dark sense of humor and like i get me i'm like what the fuck y'all can't just fucking take a joke why can't y'all just take a joke damn it was funny right i gotta be so sensitive about the shit like, but then i can understand with certain things, how shit's just like, uh, like I um brought up to you, Monty, earlier, like how Dave Chappelle brought up, you know, he started talking about uh, the LGBT community. And when it was comedy special, he started referring to them as the alphabet people. And now, right, <laughs> the alphabet people. <laughs> how, how does that like, make you mad, though? Like, that's, that has nothing to do like It's, not, that, it's the fact that now people go out. <laughs> Because, personally, I like Alphabet Mafia. That's my favorite I found on Twitter. They're like, oh, the Alphabet Mafia is coming after the folks. I'm like, I'm not with Alphabet Mafia now. That's the word. I'll put that on the shirt. <laughs> but there's people outside of um, the comedy special who use the term Alphabet Mafia and will go out and, you know, just, like, use that and apply it to their everyday life to use it as a slur to get people mm-hmm. on their everyday life. Like, you know, it's too far for no reason. Like, you could have just left that the joke for... But I feel like that should be on them. Oh, it, but some people will bring it back to Dave Chappelle, like, 
Like, well, then, yeah. why did you say that? Like, you basically brought that on to people. Like, no. You other people and just I, took it, and mm-hmm. they ran with that shit. Like, they made it negative. But and he was just making a joke, mm-hmm. as he's supposed to do as a comedian. Yeah. Because it's mm-hmm. even like, they be talking about with the boondocks coming back. Like, mm-hmm. the shit they used to say. That little nigga was saying faggot every fucking episode. <laughs> that like, that nigga's gay. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about gay every time. Like, you know that nigga gay. Like, that's gay. <laughs> But I feel like if that shit came out today, people would really this shit would not be as funny as it was back then because people is just too sensitive. Like they can't just take a joke as a joke. Some people and I'll say, okay, there are people that ruin it. And that's probably what makes it worse than what it is, because there are people that'll take it, they'll make it hella negative and they already be against the shit, so they be like, hell yeah, that's gay, as polite. Mm-hmm. Like, they make it even worse. Hell yeah. And that's why they come back so hard against it. I'll say. Can you say that joke one more time, though? Because I just want to remember it. <laughs> I'm trying to really see, like, that was low key funny, though. That one to the, the LGBT, the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, the alphabet mafia, or the, you know, the alphabet people. Community. Yeah, the alphabet people. people. That's the wild. alphabet people. <laughs> But uh, then they get longer. <laughs> yes, it was like LGBTQIA plus in all the just like the alphabet people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, LGBT people, we can take jokes, we can take all types of jokes. But it's just like you just gotta learn, you know, where to, you know, Drawing, not punch yeah. too down hard on it. Because mm-hmm. even with the boondocks, which I find funny, is that a lot of motherfuckers don't know that they're making fun. Of motherfuckers who are like when he says that's gay, they're making fun of you niggas. They're not making fun of LGBT people. They're making fun of you niggas who think every, every single thing is gay. Like, oh, I gotta wipe my ass. That's just gay. Oh, I just remember. Oh, that's just gay. They're making fun of y'all niggas, and y'all don't get that. That shit went over y'all head. Y'all think that oh my god, that's funny. Ha-ha. Yeah, and them gay motherfuckers. Nah, nigga, they talking about you. <laughs> people take things too like literal sometimes. Like you really digging too deep into what like the joke is for real. Not it's true. The jokes sometimes just be like, ooh, maybe shallow. Like, you gotta just leave it at the joke for real sometimes. Like, very true. Because I remember, like, I released and I stopped watching Kevin Hart. Because, um, of course, he had a whole bunch of homophobic tweets from back in the day. And, like, they had brought up. And also, um, he had said something, something, of course, in the comedy special. Which, you know, I find shit funny. But he had said something about, you know, oh, if my son would, um, go ahead and. If my son was, I think he said something, he found himself playing with the dollhouse or something like that. Because, mm. you know, he also has a daughter. He's like, if I ever found my son playing with the dollhouse, I'd take that motherfucker and I'd crack it over his head, you know, making it as a joke. But there's actually motherfucking kids out there who were getting yeah, killed yeah. and beaten, like the Gabriel Fernandez case. They thought the little oh, boy was getting yeah. on Netflix and that's what they was beating him and all this other shit. Like, there are actual people who oh, take the shit that you say and, you know, they're not all the way there or something like that. They're going to go out and do the shit. They're gonna go out and beat their kids. They're gonna go out and use that same rhetoric that you're using. Like, oh, well, shoot, Kevin Hart thinks this way. So da, da, da. they're gonna do that. And they're gonna go out there and use it in their everyday life and apply it. It's not even that. It's just that there's some you people think that is going through that shit that might see that, like, well, shit, that's not funny. Like, my dad really used that shit. Yeah, like, like my dad, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Jamalo Empire, his dad threw his ass in the trash can. Like, you put that shit funny. <laughs> but it's just a lot of. Like, my has got to know where to, like, be funny. Like, you're 20 years in the game, Dave Chappelle, and Kevin Hart and all that shit. Why are you making jokes about HIV and AIDS and all this other stuff? Like, 
that's so 1992. Why do you have no new material? Why is your only material punching down on LGBT people and fat people? That's so back in the day. What else do you have? I thought about it falls back on them too. Like you must have some type of insecurity or something like for you to be joking around like that for real. Right, you must feel some type of way. Okay, about <laughs> something to really make you think that you gotta like make this Right, so y'all that was <laughs> that part of the combo. We got one more topic coming up and then we have our oh hell part of the network last topic we're going to be talking about Gabourey Sidibe if y'all don't know who that is that is the woman who plays Precious and she's been on Empire as Becky and I think I've seen her in a couple other shows and stuff as well but you know she had just gotten engaged yay we stand in nice engagement here we love when black women find love out here especially dark skinned black women and a fat black women because we know how hard it is for them out here. So shit, she got her a man. Now, now that she got her a man and it became publicized, of course motherfuckers had felt some type of way because, you know, she got engaged to a white man. Now, a lot of the comments are so crazy because it's just like, y'all are reading this girl for filth. And she had talked about the fact that she looked for a black man on dating apps because she said she found a man on a dating app. And they was curving her left and right. They was like, oh, well, you're not my type. I don't date dark-skinned women. I don't date fat girls. You know, they was giving her the curve all types of ways. And then there's white men sending to her DMs and, you know, called her all types of beautiful and had his little game on and, you know, hook, like, and sinker. Got her ass. And, of course, there are motherfuckers in the comments, you know, reading them for not being with a black man. And how do you feel about that? Do you feel like she's selling out? Do you think that she's, you know? Definitely not. I feel like she's living her life and minding her damn business. Like, everybody else in the world needs to do. Like, there's black men that love white women. There's some black women that love white men. Vice versa. All that, like, I don't know. Like, to this day and age, I feel like we're into a whole new generation of, like, accepting people accepting their lifestyles accepting what they want to do is what they want to do like i feel like y'all didn't get used to that shit like why are you so mad just because she dated a white man when there's hella black men out here dating white women like don't like exactly it's not your life mind your business go find you a woman and live your life why are y'all up in hers exactly like y'all can't just you know Mind y'all damn business. Like, nobody does all this. Like, I mean, every now and then you see this when a black man did to a white woman. But it's never as bad, I don't think. Because I see a lot of shit when black women date white men. It's always, oh, you bed wink. Oh, you, you nigger bitch. And all this other, like, they're just, they just be going in. Like, you can find all black men. Like, wow, you really wasting all this. Like, but thing is, y'all would never go for a girl like her. So why are y'all... So press at the fact that she's not going for y'all. Exactly. They like surprised, so then they had to take I don't even know, they anger out in a different way or something. Like they insecurities out in a different way, however mm-hmm. you wanna put it, like they were surprised that all oh, this black woman that's kinda bigger, like oh she done found love, but it's in a white man, like you must have sold out to find love. Uh-huh. Like, no, she just found a, 
a, a guy that was treating her right at the end of the day. No matter his skin color, like she found a guy that was treating her like how she was supposed to be treated. Exactly. Because y'all accept motherfuckers to settle for less because if they're bigger or, or, you know, because they're darker and all this shit like that. And those are the girls that you're not going after. You're not going after the girls who are bigger. You're not going after the dark skinned women. You're not going after them. So, like, how do you get mad at them for finding love elsewhere that when you weren't even looking in their direction? It's like, how the fuck do you, how the fuck you got to feel some type of way when you would never even go for that person? You can say all the shit you want to say online, but yet, you know, I go to your Instagram likes and all you do is liking skinny, light-skinned women with curly hair. Like, that don't make no damn sense. The ones that's talking shit is probably single. Ain't with nobody. Exactly. All types of single. So y'all need to afford dark skinned black women the same, you know, shit that y'all give to these niggas out here who are dating all these Beckys and Britneys. No, <laughs> Beckys and Britneys and all these other girls of blonde Caucasian background. Because like I said, y'all can date who the fuck y'all want to date. Just remember to leave black women out of it. You said, "Damn, you want to date? Just don't bash the other person." Captain okay. agrees. Captain, you gotta, if you hear the roar in the background, that's Captain. He agrees. That was a yes, bitch, in doggy language. Okay, so there's that. So yes, we gonna go ahead and you know applaud and you know thank you, Gabrielle Sidibe, for finding love and thank you, white men who date Gabrielle Sidibe because I don't and know your name. Congratulations, congratulations, you deserve love and you deserve the world and all the other good shit because baby, you deserve love like all these other skinny bitches. Cause skinny bitches don't eat ever. <laughs>
as Juno, played um, in Umbrella Academy as, what was it, Van so the with the V, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> just came out as Elliot Page. So no, he no longer goes by Ellen Page. He's now Elliot Page. He just came out as trans non-binary, and I am here for it. Congratulations for living in your truth and coming into the community. And I really like the fact that he's still gonna continue to play Vanya on Umbrella Academy. Because motherfuckers was going in on him a little bit after he had came out. Because he's still going to portray, you know, he's still going to portray Vanya as woman. But thing is, I don't know how many fucking movies I've seen where men are portraying trans women. So, it, just let trans people portray who the fuck they want to portray. Because y'all don't never got no problem when y'all hire a nigga to play a, a trans woman. And I've got time for that. That's why we got posts now where trans women can play trans women, trans men can play trans men. So thank you, Elliot Page, for standing in that and coming into your truth. You deserve all the awards that you're going to be soon to get. And we really appreciate that. Congratulations. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Sipping with Siblings. And we'll see you next week. We're going to be, you know, uploading every Wednesday. So see you next then. Bye. Bye.
Okay, y'all, so I want to get into this last topic. We're going to be talking about Gabourey Sidibe. If y'all don't know who that is, that is the woman who plays Precious, and she's been on Empire as Becky, and I think I've seen her in a couple other shows and stuff as well. But, you know, she had just gotten engaged. Yay, we stand in nice engagement here. We love when black women find love out here, especially dark-skinned black women and a fat black women. Because we know how hard it is for them out here. So shit, she got her a man. Now, now that she got her a man and it became publicized, of course motherfuckers had felt some type of way because, you know, she got engaged to a white man. Now, a lot of the comments are so crazy because it's just like, y'all are reading this girl for filth. And she had talked about the fact that she looked for a black man on dating apps because she said she found a man on a dating app. And they was curving her left and right. They was like, oh, well, you're not my type. I don't date dark-skinned women. I don't date fat girls. You know, they was giving her the curve all types of ways. And then there's white men sending to her DMs and, you know, called her all types of beautiful and had his little game on and, you know, hook, like, and sinker. Got her ass. And, of course, there are motherfuckers in the comments, you know, reading them for not being with a black man. And how do you feel about that? Do you feel like she's selling out? Do you think that she's, you know... Definitely not. I feel like she's living her life and minding her damn business. Like, everybody else in the world needs to do it. Like, there's black men that love white women. There's some black women that love white men. Vice versa. All that, like... I don't okay. know, like, to this day and age, I feel like we're into a whole new generation of, like, accepting people accepting their lifestyles accepting what they want to do is what they want to do like i feel like y'all didn't get used to that shit like why are you so mad just because she dated a white man when there's hella black men out here dating white women like don't nobody exactly it's not your life mind your business go find you a woman and live your life why are y'all up in hers exactly like y'all can't just you know Mind y'all damn business. Like, nobody does all this. Like, I mean, every now and then you see this when a black man did to a white woman, but it's never as bad, I don't think. Because I see a lot of shit when black women date white men. It's always, oh, you bed wink. Oh, you, you nigger bitch. And all this other, like, they're just, they just be going in. Like, you can find all black men. Like, wow, you really wasting all this. Like, but thing is, y'all would never go for a girl like her. So why are y'all... So press at the fact that she's not going for y'all. Exactly. They like surprised. So then they had to take. I don't even know. They anger out in a different way or something. Like they insecurities out in a different way. However mm-hmm. you want to put it. Like they were surprised that all oh, this black woman that's kind of bigger. Like oh she done found love. But it's in a white man. Like you must have sold out to find love. Uh-huh. Like no. She just found a, a, a guy. That was treating her right at the end of the day. No matter his skin color, like she found a guy that was treating her like how she was supposed to be treated. Exactly. Because y'all accept motherfuckers to settle for less because if they're bigger or, or, you know, because they're darker and all this shit like that. And those are the girls that you're not going after. You're not going after the girls who are bigger. You're not going after the dark skinned women. You're not going after them. So, like, how do you get mad at them for finding love elsewhere that when you weren't even looking in their direction? It's like how the fuck do you how the fuck you gotta feel some type of way when you would never even go for that person? You can say all the shit you wanna say online, but yet, you know, I go to your Instagram likes and all you doing is liking skinny light skinned women with curly hair. Mm-hmm. 
Like that don't make no damn sense. The ones that's talking shit is probably single. Ain't with nobody. Exactly. All types of single. So y'all need to afford dark skinned black women the same, you know. Shit that y'all give to these niggas out here who are dating all these Beckys and Britneys. No, <laughs> Beckys and Britneys and all these other girls. A blonde Caucasian background. Because like I said, y'all can date who the fuck y'all want to date. Just remember to leave black women out of it. You said, they you want to date, just don't bash the other person. Exactly. Mind your business. Right, why does it matter to me? Like, for real. Like, if she happy and he happy. Just let it be. For real. Okay. Captain agrees. Captain, you gotta, if you hear the roar in the background, that's Captain. He agrees. That was a yes, bitch, in doggy language. Okay. So there's that. So, yes, we're going to go ahead and, you know. Applaud and you know, thank you, Gabrielle Sidibe, for finding love. And thank you, white men who date Gabrielle Sidibe because I don't and know your name. Congratulations, congratulations, you deserve love and you deserve the world and all the other good shit because, baby, you deserve love like all these other skinny bitches because skinny bitches don't eat ever. <laughs> Well, we're at the end of our bottle, and it is time for the oh hell moment of the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and get into that. So for my oh, I think I have an oh hell yes and an oh hell no. But no, you know, I'm going to go with my oh hell yes. You know, actually, I'm going to wait on you. You go ahead and do yours first. So I got my oh hell no. Oh hell no, okay. So I recently watched the Disney holiday sing-along oh gosh oh gosh and i don't know who the fuck was in charge of reaching out to artists <laughs> or accepting artists or whatever but whoever the fuck cast carrie washington's ass to sing <laughs> what she sing? i don't even remember joy to the world she was getting it though. Now, maybe she did her thing. She did her best. She tried. Oh my God. But she's <laughs> definitely not a singer. And if this is a sing along, whoever hired her or called her up to sing a song needs to be fired. So you that is petty. my oh hell no of the week. You are petty. I cannot put you. She tried though. She did her best. You tried, she girl, and that's hurt. all that matters. You, should, you tried, girl, and that is all she was that matters. Her heart out. You can see that. Oh my gosh! And wasn't nothing coming out. Wasn't nothing coming out. Not a tune. Okay, y'all. So I have. I have an oh hell yes for this week. So my oh hell yes is going to go out to a young trans man who just came out. We all know him. He played in Juno. As Juno. Played um, in Umbrella Academy as, what was it, Van so the With the V, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> just came out as Elliot Page. So, no, he no longer goes by Ellen Page. He's now Elliot Page. He just came out as trans, non-binary, and I am here for it. Congratulations for living in your truth and coming into the community. And I really like the fact that he's still going to continue to play Vanya on Umbrella Academy. 
Because motherfuckers was going in on him a little bit after he had came out. Because he's still going to portray, you know, he's still going to portray Vanya as woman. But thing is, I don't know how many fucking movies I've seen where men are portraying trans women. So, it, just let trans people portray who the fuck they want to portray. Because y'all don't never got no problem when y'all hire a nigga to play a, a trans woman. And I've got time for that. That's why we got posts now where trans women can play trans women, trans men can play trans men. So thank you, Elliot Page, for standing in that and coming into your truth. You deserve all the awards that you're going to be soon to get. And we really appreciate that. Congratulations.